Welcome to Beyond the Donation, a podcast powered by DonorDoc. Our goal is to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies to further your fundraising and to teach you how to build your best donor relationships beyond their donation. Now on to the show with your host, Matt Bitsagai. Hello and welcome to Beyond the Donation. I'm your host, Matt Bitsagai. Thanks for joining me here as we kick off a new year in 2024. As we were thinking about how we wanted to get this year started, we thought what better way to kick off a new year than to look back at all of the wonderful information and advice that we got from our great guests throughout 2023. So stick with me while we look back at some of the really good nuggets that can help you do more in your nonprofit beyond the donation. We're going to kick off with our first guest of last year, and we're going to listen to Anna Larson talking about how important it is to follow up after events with phone calls and handwritten thank yous. Maybe talk to us a little bit about, you know, what the types of things you're doing post-event to try and make sure that you're following up with the right people and in the right ways, uh, you know, to make sure that next year when it comes time again, these people are willing or, or want to, you know, be a part of that again. So first steps, we came back and made a list of the people who donated to do a fund and need option. And we looked at that list of people who donated for the fund and need. We passed out those names to our volunteer board members who made a bunch of thank you calls. We made some thank you calls. Um, got those taken care of right away. And then we also really pride ourselves on doing handwritten thank you notes to our donors just because we want everyone to have that personal touch. And so we did that. And that was a very big team effort, um, getting those out the door. And we like to have those out as quickly as we can. So we got all those written. Um, we also had to obviously print, you know, receipts or get receipts emailed out and all that kind of stuff too. So all that happened right away. Next up is John Fisher, and this was a really fun conversation, and I loved what John said about the importance of relationships and building and becoming a better fundraiser. So listen in to John's advice. I often call myself, I'm like, I'm not a good fundraiser. I'm good with relationships. Um, I take my, my faith, my background, and being a pastor, and that's all about relationships. And it's looking past what the person can do for you and looking to who they are and wanting to connect with them on that deep level. Next up is Rachel Cardwell. And Rachel talks a lot about the importance of good storytelling for nonprofits and fundraising. Let's listen to what Rachel has to say. I think the most successful tool and the time I would suggest um, really sitting with is in storytelling. A story can be shared on any platform, in person, in an email newsletter, uh, on a link on your website, in your stories on Facebook, all of these places. And the way that you tell that story has to be compelling. Um, So find the person on your team. If it's not you, find the person who is the best storyteller who will add language and inflection um, and imagery that connects to the story. Um, Those things don't have to come with an ask, but they allow the donor at regular touch points between one gift and the next. They allow the donor to feel like they're a part of this work, to know the impact that their investment is having on a regular basis. Um, You don't need to continue to hound them. Hey, give us 
$25 for shoes and, and $50 for, you know, Thanksgiving meals, that, that isn't engagement. Um, when it's always about need, you have to return on investment to the donor. You have to show them that there's an impact and lives are being changed. And that should be 90% of your messaging are those stories of your clients. Next up is my good friend, Patrick Kirby. Patrick's always one of my favorite guests, and we're going to listen to him talk about how important it is to have personal communication spoken in a way that only Patrick can do. I have never in the 20 years that I have been doing fundraising, never been punched in the face for calling to say hi or thank you. And I've also never been punched in the face for asking for money. Like those two things, I got 20 years of life experience that nobody's ever punched me in the face for just saying, hey, how grateful I am for you being in my life or thanks for doing all these things. It's hard to throw off. It's hard to be uh, inauthentic when you have somebody on the phone who's could, like, what do you want? I just want to say thanks. I just wanted to tell you a story about what you have done. Not even asking them for a dime. Our next snippet is from Maddie Craig, and Maddie is with Blue Cipher Bookkeeping, and she's going to talk about the importance of fund accounting to your nonprofit and how that can help you build and bring better clarity within your organization. Let's listen in. Fund accounting is really looking at the different buckets of where your money is coming and going. So for like the 990 and those regulations, you know, you do have to track things of how much are you spending on fundraising versus general operating versus your actual program where you say you're doing what you're doing. So on the basic level, you need at least that for those tax purposes. But to get into it deeper, you you want to know that for yourself as well. Because having that clarity on your where your money really is going will help you tell the story of your organization a lot better. Of saying, you know, if you want to tell a bigger picture than just thanks for the money, uh, we helped people, <laughs> you need to know to be able to tell a potential grantor, here's the program, here mu- here's how much it truly costs to implement this. And if you gave us your gift of whatever we're asking for, it'll really help go towards this exact program and these costs versus here's our entire budget, everything, when you're including general operating, when you're including fundraising. And then you've got maybe three different programs that are all kind of muddled in there. Being able to separate out those buckets and say and see exactly where your expenses are going um, really can help you take that a lot farther. Next up is our own Rob Burke. Rob is our CMO here at DonorDoc and has a deep background in the video space. Let's listen to Rob talk about the importance of storytelling and how to build a good story. If you're talking about the impact you're making or the impact your customers are making or the impact your community is making, that's the story that you should be telling, right? Um, A good rule of thumb that I always talk about is 80% you, 20% me. So if you're talking about to your your community, if you're saying you, 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 and then we are helping with you, that can be a really good way of making sure that you don't talk about yourself in your storyline and you're talking about them and the impacts that they're helping make. Next up, talking about promo kits and how those can help equip your supporters is Sammy Bedell-Mulhern. Let's listen into what Sammy has to say. 
kits? Like what, what does that include? Like what is a promo kit? So really I love them in a Google doc because then you can edit them. So whenever anybody accesses them, they're completely current and fresh. You're not having PDFs that you have to update all the time. Um, And what they are is, so like, let's say for your general promo kit, it is, you know, one document that has your mission, your vision statement. It has um, bullet points that people need to know, like the most impactful bullet points about your organization that lead directly to your goals. It's going to then have sample images and copy for Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok Reels, or TikTok and Reels ideas, um, all packaged up in one nice little thing. So you might have a Google folder that has all the images, and then you'd have all of your posts in there. So they're formatted for the format. And again, it's important that this isn't just for the platforms you're on, but all platforms, because other people might be on those platforms. You're going to give them sample hashtags or like branded hashtags that you want them to use. Um, and then also sample And then this is a document that goes out to your board members, your volunteers, anybody who's like, hey, I'd love to share some stuff. You have this whole cute kit ready to go. And all you have to do is send it off. And you know, again, to your point earlier, you're getting more branded material out there so that people can recognize you. Coming up next is my friend, Steve John. Steve's the CEO of One Cause and the author of Fearless. And we talk a lot about the importance of making giving easy for your donors. Let's listen to what Steve has to say. Giving $10,000 a year or even $1,000 a year, but they're giving of their time. You know, and so ultimately what we want to do, and again, I think this partnership is great, is using all the data that you have, uh, figure out a way to to understand that 360 degree view of your supporter slash donor and make sure that you um, cultivate them, be transparent, uh, communicate the results. You know, we have this um, we have this um, uh, uh, it's like called the giving experience study and and our our, our um, uh, the results of that basically say ease, mission and impact EMI. Make sure that giving is easy. Make sure that you're communicating your mission and make sure that you are communicating the impact that that gift is having. Our next clip is Austin Haddix, and Austin talks about the importance of your homepage because that's the first impression that you make on a lot of donors. Let's hear what Austin has to say about the importance of having a good homepage. What are some like if you were to talk to our audience who is, you know, small to mid-sized nonprofits, like what are some tips or best practices that you would maybe share with them to streamline their focus and how they can communicate their story through their website? Do you have any like, you know, these are quick hitters that can really help people? Yeah, a, a lot of m- most nonprofit websites should put a lot of their effort into their homepage, I feel like. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe the whole website needs a little bit of help, but the homepage is a really big opportunity. And finally, we have Brianna Ruloma from Community Boost. Brianna talks about the importance of A-B testing, which is something that I think a lot of nonprofits aren't doing. Let's listen in on how that can be impactful to your organization. What are some of the tools that you guys use when you're working with nonprofits to help them understand, like, are the things that we're doing working? Are we seeing uh, any kind of results, you know, from all these things that we're that we're trying to execute on? 
Yeah, I think the key distinguisher between us and like any other type of agency really is just A-B testing. Like we are, it's just like testing in general, you know, like testing out like what type of message to this audience, even different subject lines. Like Mm -hmm. our, our motto is always be testing and it's trial and error. Thank you for joining us on this recap of 2023. We're off in a new year. We're going to have new great guests coming up this year. Uh, We're excited that you were able to join us to kick off 2024. If you like this podcast, we ask that you go out and you give us a five-star rating and follow us on the podcast tool of your choice. And we look forward to talking with you next time on Beyond the Donation. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Beyond the Donation podcast. We're grateful you tuned in today. For more information about our guests and to view the show notes, resources, and links from today's show, head over to beyondthedonation.com. Here's to furthering your mission and driving more impact beyond the donation.